welcome to this special edition of Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, here to break down all five trades and the one acquisition that took place on deadline day on Monday, February 24th. And I'm just going to put this out there right now. I know it is 224 in Southern California, and everybody's hearts are with the family of Kobe Bryant, Vanessa Bryant, uh, Gianna Bryant. You know, we just want to say, you know, we send our thoughts and prayers to the Bryant family as the whole Southland, all of Southern California, is still recovering from the shockwaves from last month's helicopter crash. And that memorial service was going on earlier today, which is why I didn't respond to anything on Twitter. Despite the fact that there were numerous trades going on, I will break each of them down. But first, I want to remind you that you can hear this podcast uh, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. It is a daily podcast with the Ducks. Earlier today, I uploaded episode number 100, and that was Locked on Jeopardy. So if you have not heard that yet, be sure to check that out. It was a special edition of Locked on Ducks. You know, it's Hockey Jeopardy, raising money for uh, hockey in Harlem, a great cause. So I thought I'd get that out there. So on Friday... As mentioned on episode number 99 with the guys from Locked on Hurricanes, I broke down the Andra Kasha trade. And today, there were five trades and one move, I think most of which are going to help the San Diego Gulls and possibly help the Ducks later on down the line. Let's begin with the big trade, the one that everyone is talking about. The Elite 1C is gone. That's pretty much what it comes down to. The Anaheim Ducks get Kyle, Chris Colo, and a 2024th round pick from the Flyers for the Elite 1C Derek Grant. I know Derek Grant has become a massive fan favorite at the Ponda. He's having a career season, 14 goals. Uh, Kyle, Chris Colo is pretty much an AHL player. He's a depth player that could see time in Anaheim, but he has spent most of his time with the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. Chris Quolo spent nine games with the Buffalo Sabres, didn't score any points. In fact, he has yet to score an NHL point. Uh, He was with Rochester last year. In 40 games at Lehigh Valley, he has eight goals and 24 points. He's a right winger for Lehigh Valley, does pretty well as far as faceoffs go, does fairly well um, just flanking that right wing. He joins a San Diego goals team. He's expected to go to San Diego after this trade. Losing Derek Grant is, it it hurts. But for the Ducks to get a player and a fourth round pick, the Ducks could have possibly gotten a better deal. I I, I honestly thought that the Ducks could have gotten about a third round pick for him. Fourth round, I'm not convinced on this trade. I mean, I I would give that a lower grade as far as trades go. So once again, the Elite 1C going to the Philadelphia Flyers to help on their playoff run. Philadelphia is right in the playoff mix. They are third in their division. They look like they could, could have a deep playoff run. So we'll see how that goes for the Flyers. And once again, the Ducks picking up Kyle Criscolo and a fourth round pick this coming season. So the Ducks are getting picks for what it's worth. Next, we're going to talk about the next trade with the Boston Bruins. Yeah, two trades with the Bruins. Who would have thought? Uh, The Ducks acquired Danton Heinen from the Boston Bruins in exchange for Nick Ritchie. 
I hadn't talked about this game yet. I will bring up the game against Vegas on tomorrow's actual podcast. This is a bonus podcast. So once again, Nick Ritchie going away after scoring a couple of goals last night against the Vegas Golden Knights. Denton Heinen from the Boston Bruins. He's a 24-year-old forward from the Bruins. In 58 games this season, he scored 7 goals and 22 points. Uh, Last season, he had 34 points in 77 games. And the year before that, he had 47 points in 77 games for the Boston Bruins. A couple years ago, he had some time with the P Bruins. Uh, This could be more of just a depth move for the Ducks possibly down the line because Danton Heinen is only 24 years old. He is beginning to come into his own. Uh, Some people felt that he was underperforming with the Bruins this season. Just as some people thought that Nick Ritchie was underperforming with the Anaheim Ducks this season. Well, up until Sunday night at least. So Nick Ritchie, yes, he has had his moments. You know, some fans liked him. Some fans thought he was playing a bit too lazy for what it's worth. So overall, this is just a straight-up trade. It's not a terrible deal. It's a deal for Boston. And, you know, Nick Ritchie, he did okay. He did okay with Anaheim. And Boston Bruins fans are saying that, you know, the Ducks are getting a good player in Heinen. And Boston feels that they had a pretty good trade with Nick Ritchie as well. So overall, the consensus is that this was a pretty good trade for the Anaheim Ducks. Not bad, not great, but pretty good. So there's that. Trade number three that took place. Uh, This one involves the Columbus Blue Jackets, and this is one that I had on the radar yesterday. So this actually became official finally, where Devin Shore... Oh, I'm going to miss that guy. Devin Shore was traded for Sonny Milano of the Columbus Blue Jackets. Devin Shore has been up and down this season. He's been a healthy scratch at times over the course of the season. Sonny Milano. I have a personal memory of Sonny Milano. Four years ago, against the Ontario Reign, Sonny Milano was part of that amazing Calder Cup winning championship team for the then Lake Erie Monsters, now the Cleveland Monsters. Sonny Milano was only 23 years old. He's a fantastic wing player. Really showed his worth in that 2016 playoff run where he torched the Reign and later the Hershey Bears for four goals and eight points. This season for Columbus, in 46 games, he has five goals and 18 points. He's been a healthy scratch at times this season as well, although he had some injury stuff last year. Um, Nothing too serious, but, you know, Sonny Milano is still a fantastic player, a great Great player in the American Hockey League. One of the best players that the Monsters have ever had. Especially in that 2016 and 2017 season. He is only 23 years old. So the Ducks again looking for some kind of lower cost depth from the Columbus Blue Jackets. Overall, you know, the Ducks, you know, they got a hell of a deal there. Sonny Milano is a great player. At times, he can be an under underappreciated player. So a good deal there. Milano is going to become a great addition for the Anaheim Ducks later on down the line. Trade number four. This one was pretty interesting. A straight up trade from the Washington Capitals. The Ducks trade Daniel Sprong from Anaheim to Washington and they get Christian Juice 
from the Washington Capitals. Juice won a Stanley Cup with the Washington Capitals all the way back in 2018. That seems like so long ago now. Uh, Juice played all 22 games in that playoff. This season, he's only played two games with the Washington Capitals. He has spent most of this season with the Hershey Bears. In 42 games in Hershey, he scored 32 points, 5 goals. Really, this is a great deal for San Diego, and I'll break down more about how this affects San Diego in a minute. The final trade, and this one is also an interesting one. The Ducks trade away Corbinian Holzer, and I know several Ducks fans were just wanting to get rid of him. Uh, the Ducks receive Matt Irwin and a sixth round draft pick from, I believe, 2022. This one is still a very fresh trade. This one is still happening. Yes, it is a 2022 sixth round draft pick and Matt Irwin for Corbinian Holzer. And just a quick breakdown of Matt Irwin. He's a 32-year-old defenseman from the National Predators. In 27 games this season, he's only netted two points. He's been a healthy scratch for a bit of this season. Uh, he has not had a full season of hockey in three seasons dealing with various injuries. Again, he is 32 years old. You know, the Ducks are replacing one defenseman with another defenseman. And just looking at some of the charts here, you know, they're practically interchangeable defensemen. They're, you know, kind of sub-replacement. They both make about the same amount of money. So really, this is a kind of even trade. Uh, Matt Irwin is only making 675000 this season. Holzer's making 850000 this season. And the Ducks also get a draft pick, so they take off cap space and gain a draft pick. Yes, it's a very late sixth round draft pick, but it's still a trade, I guess. So where will Matt Irwin end up? Well, he'll slot into Anaheim very easily. And now to break down what this means for the Ducks and the goals. The Ducks are building up prospects. They're building up their draft. You know, getting that first round pick on Friday was good. Getting a sixth round pick is decent. You know, getting a fourth round pick, that's okay. Although I think that could have been a third pick. Overall, the Corbinian-Holzer deal, I think that is, it's a solid move for the Ducks. It's, I would call that a good trade. The trade with Columbus, that was a fantastic trade. A lot of Ducks fans really like that move with Columbus picking up Sonny Milano. Columbus seems to like Devin Shore a little bit, I guess. So maybe that's good for both sides. But Ducks fans seem really happy about that trade for the most part. You know, the trade with Washington picking up Kristen Juice. It was an interesting move. Daniel Sprong has been a bit of a disappointment this season for Anaheim. The trade with Boston, that's an okay trade. The trade with Philadelphia, Ducks fans feel pretty sad about that one. They think that one is a massive L. So to start off the day with a trade that is not popular amongst fans and then have another trade that is okay, and then you end the day with three solid trades, I would say I'd give this a C-plus for, for GM Bob Murray on the trade deadline today. One more very important deal that the Ducks made earlier today. The Ducks claimed left wing Andrew Agazino off waivers from the Pittsburgh Penguins, or I guess the Wilkes-Barre Penguins. In 17 games, he had two points with Pittsburgh. But at Wilkes-Barre, in 37 games, he had 33 points. He has been an AHL All-Star. So what does this all mean for the San Diego goals? I bring that up last because San Diego is in the midst of a winning streak. 
They have jumped ahead of Ontario in the standings. Plus, they also have games in hand against Ontario. The Reign have been on a slump. Okay, more than a slump. They got toasted last night by the San Jose Barracuda of all teams. For Ontario to lose that poorly to the last place team, Ontario is on the downside right now. They lost some of their key players. Gabriel Velarde is gone. Cal Peterson is gone. Martin Furk is gone. That is pretty much the meat and potatoes of that Ontario Reign team. The San Diego Goals, they have not lost much as far as their team. In fact, the Goals gained some key players. And something you have to understand about the trade deadline, GM Bob Murray realizes that he wants his farm team to do well and knowing that the Goals could gain some very valuable playoff experience will be good for the players' development down the line. Look at what happened with Columbus. You had some fantastic players like a Sonny Milano, like a Zach Wierenski. Wierenski was a beast for the Lake Erie Monsters in 2016. That playoff experience was very valuable for them. And that's someone that I talked about in the past. You know, a lot of those Columbus players now, they had a great run with the Monsters back in 2016, and it helped them down the line. So as far as what San Diego got, Andrew Agazino, that is a fantastic pickup for the goals. He's going to slot in very well for them. The Ducks, or rather the goals, picking up Christian Juice, because Juice has been down in the AHL most of the season. Juice could be eligible to play for the goals later this season also. Kyle Criscuolo, he's been pretty decent for the Lehigh Valley Phantoms this season as well. So overall, this is setting up to be a stacked team for the San Diego Goals. Although they have been doing well lately, yes, some would say you don't want to break up a good thing in San Diego, but this just adds to their firepower. And if they can make a deep, solid run, this is going to be good for the young guys trying to be built up and trying to develop later on down the line. It is possible with this team makeup now, they could beat any of the other three teams in the Pacific Division. This could put them ahead of the Colorado Eagles. This could put them right there with the Stockton Heat and the Tucson Roadrunners. And something else to keep in mind, the Tucson Roadrunners farm team is the Arizona Coyotes. There are some of those players that are going to stay up in Arizona because the Coyotes are in a playoff run. The Stockton Heat are in the same boat. The Flames are currently in a playoff possible push. A lot of those guys that were called up from Stockton, they might stay in Calgary. And especially the Colorado Eagles, you know, they've been losing a couple of guys up to the Avalanche. They might be a little bit light as well. So the goals right now have a very deep, deep team that could make a big, big push down the line. And I might have goals talk more than Thursdays from here on out. And with that, we're going to close out this special edition emergency pod post-trade deadline for the Anaheim Ducks. As always, you can hear this and any of the previous podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. And once again, if you want to hear more about the Andre Kasha trade, check out Friday's show. That's episode number 99. That was the special episode with the guys from the Locked On Hurricanes podcast. And in case you missed it earlier this morning... It was episode number 100. It was a special Locked On Hockey Jeopardy episode. I suggest all of you guys check that out after listening to this episode. And with that, I say thank you all so much for listening. And really, I didn't get to say this yesterday. Thank you all so much. Your kind words, your questions, your comments, 
they have been more than great. So I thank you all from the bottom of my heart. From Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason, J.D. Hernandez, saying have a great rest of the day. I'll see you at the arena, and stay cool, Anaheim.